You're listening to Investify, preaching financial independence and assisting investors to achieve a more flexible and free lifestyle through smart financial planning and real estate investing. If leaving the corporate world and jumping into this thriving industry is what you desire, tune in and listen to stories of like-minded individuals who made the leap to financial independence. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to this week's episode of Invest to Friday. My name is Craig Curlup, aka the Fi Guy. And if you've been listening to these the last few weeks, you know that these are straight solo episodes. There's no BS, there's no banter. It's just 10 to 20 minutes of straight content. And so this week, I want to talk to you guys about the big court case that you might have heard of uh, in Missouri that basically said that buyer's agents were colluding with seller's agents to get higher purchase prices, therefore inflating commissions that the seller needs to pay. The result of this case basically said that now the seller is no longer required to pay the buyer's agent commission a certain amount, and they can actually pay the buyer's agent $0. So what does that mean for you guys as buyers? If you're an agent listening to this, what does this mean for you? So I'm gonna give you a little bit of what you should do if you're an agent, what I actually think will be the result of this, and then whether you should work with the buyer's agent as a buyer or not. So if you're a real estate agent listening to this, what you need to do is quite simple. Every time you're going to put in an offer, make sure you're looking at that listing, making sure you look at the the compensation that you're going to get as the buyer's agent. And if it's anything lower than you're used to, you need to make sure your buyer is aware of that. Because if the seller is not going to pay the fees, that means the buyer is going to have to pay them. And you want to make sure that you know what you're getting yourself into. The last thing you want to do is write up an offer, get it under contract. Then three days before closing, you look back to see what your what your commission is. And it says $0. I promise you, your heart will fall to your stomach. So make sure you don't take any shortcuts. Look at the listing agreement. So what do I think is actually going to happen here? First off, there was a, a crazy in the real estate community, especially in the agent community, a lot of hubbub about, oh my gosh, this is going to destroy my business. Honestly, I think almost nothing will happen. I think there will be very few sellers that actually take this offer up because if you're a seller, you want to sell your house. And if you want to sell your house and the tradition has been to pay the buyer's commission, then they will pay the buyer's commission because buyer's agents are not going to want to show houses that they're not getting paid to do. So that's number one. It's really, I don't think, I think not much is going to change. However, what happens if it does change? What happens if this becomes the new norm? I think what is going to have to happen is that buyers are going to have to ask for concessions to cover the agent commission anyway. So whether they include that in the listing price or not, I think that's ultimately what's going to be step number one is you increase the the concessions for the seller. Now I'd say it's a really hot seller's market. It's not a time where the sellers would pay for the buyer's commission. What happens next? I think the next thing what would happen is the lenders will actually allow the buyers to lump the buyer's agent commission into the loan. So let's say you get a $500,000 loan, the agent's commission is 10 grand, rather than receiving just a $500,000 loan, you'll receive a $510,000 loan. Your monthly payment will be like $5 higher for the next 30 years. Definitely worth it to have representation on your side as a buyer. If none of this happens, if the lenders don't allow this, if the sellers are really not willing to pay commission, the lenders are not willing to lump the commission, the agent's commission into the closing costs. 
I think what would happen next then would be there would need to be some sort of black swan event that we cannot foresee some sort of regulation the government puts into place because ultimately this is going to extremely hinder buyers from buying homes. Government wants people to buy homes. They want them to pay property taxes. They want people to own homes. That's the American dream. And so by making a buyer come to the table with $15,000 more, they drastically reduce the odds of anyone trying to buy a home. So there's going to be something, I don't know what it is, but something that they put in place where it helps the buyers out by paying the, the agent fee. Now, for anybody else out there, I think there will be a small amount of people who are more sophisticated, think investors who have done probably 10 or more deals that may feel comfortable going in unrepresented. These guys will likely go in unrepresented. They may find deals from a wholesaler. They may just pull, go to Zillow and set up showings with the listing agent and, and negotiate for themselves, which is a possibility. You could absolutely do that. But I do think it's not in your best interest. In most cases, you will certainly make your money back by hiring a buyer's agent. So we know what agents should do, which is pretty simple, but what I think is going to happen. So now the question is, if this does happen, and if you listening to this as a buyer do need to start paying your buyer's agent, what does that mean? Obviously, I'm a little bit biased, guys. I'm a licensed real estate agent in two different states. Our team is in four different states, uh, and, I, and I, I feel as though we provide tremendous amounts of value. However, there are lots of agents out there that do not provide a lot of value. And so you need to ask yourself and make a good decision as to who you're actually paying. I think this will actually eliminate a lot of bad agents from the market. I think people are going to stop using their friends and family just because they're friends and family for being an agent. But when money's actually coming out of their pocket, I think you're going to make sure that you're getting your values worth. And so what is an agent's value? I think a big thing is the negotiation, right? I know that I have saved my clients probably twenty dollars to $40,000 on average per deal. And I'm essentially paid ten dollars to $15,000. So I'm literally making them three to four times the amount of money that they're quote unquote paying me, even though nothing leaves their pocket at this time. So that's number one, right? Number two is all of the value that an investor friendly agent will give. And so not only are we providing calculators, running analysis, giving rent estimates, looking at different mortgage situations and seeing how that will look over the future, helping them get the place rented and all that stuff, right? We've got systems and support for all of that stuff from buying and analyzing to getting it rented and getting that passive income into your bank accounts. But in addition to that, our preferred vendors, right? Like at the end of the day, most buyers, especially if you're just buying and holding, you might do a deal a year or a deal, maybe two or three deals a year. And unfortunately, a lot of contractors are really good one month and really bad the next month. I can't explain it. They, maybe they get too busy, whatever it is. There's lots of different reasons, but we've had a revolving door of contractors. And when you've got someone that's doing five, 10, 15, 20 deals a month, and a lot of these people need these contractors, they're already pre-vetted. It's gonna save you massive amounts of headache, massive amounts of expense, and it's gonna save you a lot of time going with vendors that are actually good in work. Not only that, the real estate agent, if there's any title issues or any anything like that with the house, the, the real estate agent will help see you through that rather than relying on a third-party company like the title company who has no say in, in what you wanna do. They are not a fiduciary to you. And the listing agent who's quite literally against you and they're trying to get everything they can out of you for their seller, right? The listing agent is a fiduciary for the seller. The buyer's agent is a fiduciary for the buyer. Other things that, you know, that a buyer's agent is going to be able to do is they're going to be able to walk the house with you. They're going to be able to look at your inspection report and help you determine, hey, this is worth fixing. This is not worth losing a deal for. This is something losing a deal for. And having that sort of guidance there, because we all know that when we're caught up in the transaction, especially if it's your first couple, emotions are running rampant. You need someone that is a logical, 
in a logical state of mind to help see you through that. And the final thing is you really need someone to just guide you and hold your hand through the transaction. There's just a lot of stuff that comes up. I honestly can't even explain it. Between the inspection, between the appraisal, between any title issues, there's just when you're looking at it as an investment property, repairs that need to be made, making sure the repairs that are made are actually done correctly. There's a lot that we have to do. Do I think the agent is worth it? I think I think agents are worth their price 100%. And do I think that this is actually going to directly affect you as a buyer? I think there's probably three or four other things that would happen, in my opinion, that are more likely than you as a buyer coming out of your pocket to pay the buyer's agent. And even again, even if that happens, it won't be for long. So I do think the government will interject when they see fewer and fewer people actually buying homes. And so that's what I got for you today, guys. I would love to hear your thoughts on this ruling, if you've thought of it at all. And yeah, you can hit me up on Instagram. I'm the Fi Guy. We'd just always love to hear, love to interact with you guys. So give me a follow there. Give us a five-star review here at Investify. And I'll look forward to seeing you in two weeks. But I'm sure you'll love Ali's episode next week. That's it for this episode of Investify. We hope that these nuggets of real estate wisdom lead to more savvy financial planning and a clearer path towards financial freedom. For more content like this, subscribe to the show at investify.com. Don't forget to leave a rating and share it with your friends. Together, we can transform more real estate newbies into successful and clever investors. Thank you so much for listening. See you on the next one.